What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with Kelly Bonanno, entrepreneur and coach specializing in wellness, organic beauty, and holistic eco-friendly products. She is the creator of the Savvy Girl's Guide to Organic Beauty, which you can find at kellybonanno.com. How are you today, Kelly? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Great to have you on the show. So excited for you to share your story. So Kelly, tell us a little bit about yourself and share a little of your career journey with our listeners. Well, as you mentioned, I'm an eco-friendly lifestyle, um, organic beauty and wellness um, specialist. So my I coach people to live a more eco-friendly lifestyle, which includes detoxing their personal care and beauty routine and their homes um, so they can minimize their, their body's toxic burden, which improves their health. Um, I also teach a lot of holistic wellness habits and methods that um, enhance your health and kind of go along with the, the whole lifestyle. And how did, how did that uh, become your vocation in life? Well, I, I kind of call myself the, the accidental environmentalist because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've always been health minded. Um, my parents were, so they kind of modeled that. What the funny thing though, is when I was little, my mom, I was, <laughs> my brothers and sisters were all teenagers. And so I was, you know, they called me their little surprise. As I got <laughs> older, I realized, oh, okay, a little accident. <laughs> so you were the baby <laughs> you know, in the family. Is that right? Yes. By the time I was five, all my brothers and sisters were either married with kids or off oh, to college. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so then, so I think at that point, my mom was just like, I mean, she was great, but she was like, I don't care. I was such a picky eater. And so she just <laughs> fine have for breakfast. You don't want to eat dinner, whatever. I mean, and I was so picky and had the worst diet, but they were healthy. You know, they mm -hmm. exercised healthy. They stayed at a good weight. They weren't obsessive. They also had fun and had their wine at five o'clock and all that. But so they modeled good behavior. It's sort of a really good example of your kids don't do what you tell them to do. They, right. you, they do what you see. They see you do. And and then, I'm, you know, growing up in California and I just, it just sort of was innately, I wanted to be as healthy as possible as maybe the teen years is when, you know, you start thinking about the way you look and the way and just society, especially living here, growing up in LA, literally next door to Hollywood. So it was, you know, there's a lot of focus on looking your best, which is kind of negative. And I'm, I'm sort of a proponent of being the opposite of that. Mm. And that's the things I really try to instill is beauty comes from within and, it's about confidence and and it's about the way you see yourself. I mean, I definitely do teach people how to, you know, live healthier and there's certain habits and things you can do to look and feel your best, but it's also inside. I mean, you're only going to be as beautiful as pe to people as you see yourself, yeah. no matter what you look. Yeah, um, I think that's, that's, that's really important. That's a whole important. podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Kelly, I mean, was the entrepreneurial bug in you all along? I mean, how how did you take a lifestyle growing up and being modeled after your parents? How did that become a vocation? How did you get into the actual coaching and the, the entrepreneurship uh, aspect of what you do? Well, I've always been career minded. I, I wanted to have kids eventually, but I wasn't one of those 
women that, oh, I want to get married and have babies. I, I said, okay, I, I want to do that, but I want to have a career. And my really wanted to be a journalist. I, I'm, mm. I have a thirst for knowledge and I, I love to write. I love to storytell and being a, a journalist, not necessarily reporter anchor, but you know, like a 60 minutes correspondent. That was really something that, that I aspired to dateline NBC. I, that kind of thing, but not sensationalized more, really more health and, and environmental living kind of things to teach people that kind of thing, not, you know, crime version, that, that right. version, I think we've kind of veered into that right now. But so I, you know, I went to school and studied journalism and then I really wanted to, to get into television and what have lived out here in LA and I got a job at CBS it was in the entertainment division, but I kind of always thought, well, you know, eventually maybe I'll move into the news division. That didn't happen, but it was a great job. It was in on-air promotions, and I, um, you know, I started as a PA, and in the 10 years that I was there, worked my way up and was mm -hmm. eventually running my whole department. Oh, wow. Great, awesome job. Then I, then I started studying, doing some voiceovers, which I really had fun with, oh, um, wow. which was very creative. Interesting. Yeah, that for a short stint, and then I also did some some very local anchoring and reporting um uh, santa monica is a i'm sure most people have heard of santa monica mm -hmm. it's a smaller area that, and they have a, a small tv station and that really appealed to me and then i so i had my son and my job at cbs was you know long hours a long commute and so even though i loved it i thought i'm going to take a break from that career to raise my kids yeah. but i always i'm a doer and i so i was always looking for something to do so that's when I started doing the news reporting and anchoring. And then um, I, a couple of years later, I started writing for magazines and I really liked that as well. Again, with learning and just, that was sort of all kinds of different topics. Then I started my own blog. It was a lifestyle blog, but yeah. I really focused on, yeah, that was really the crux of things. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, this, this is, I'm in my wheelhouse when I was really focusing on health and wellness and eco-friendly living. And one thing led to another, and I just started started learning more and more about the toxins and hazards in everyday products, and how really unhealthy they are, and and that there are ways to avoid them. That it's you just have to know know how and what to avoid and how to avoid them. And that I that I had such a passion to teach people, so I was researching a lot and and writing about it a lot on my my blog and then I got involved with an organic skincare company and was doing presentations teaching people about it and I just kind of wanted to do more I this is you know I wanted to make it more my business and reach more people and you know and coach people individually so you know for what for their needs you know people are at different levels some people want to go all out tree hugger and you know <laughs> right. have no talk while other people are like you know what I, I like my, I like my toxic eye cream but I definitely want to clean up my eyeshadow and lipstick and, you know, so there's different levels and that's how I, you know, I'm not militant about it. Any it's, I tell people to look at it like you look at your diet. Sure. Um, you know, you're going to eat healthy most of the time, but yes, you're going to go out and have pizza and cheeseburgers or what have you, whatever you're, you know, you're, you want to indulge in, but you're going to eat healthy most of the time, most of us anyway. 
Um, so it's the same thing with, with products, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. And what I love about your story, Kelly, and, and this is so good for moving forward listeners is that you've combined two passions. I mean, you've had a lifelong lifestyle of, of being healthy and just being into wellness. And then you also had this, this passion for journalism. And I love how the blog was able to allow you to combine those two and then just open up a whole new path into entrepreneurship and coaching for you. Exactly. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And that's exactly I mean, did happens. you ever imagine that that's how your career would unfold? Not really. I always had in the back of my mind, someday I will be doing mm. doing this. I kind of just always knew. I had a knowing yeah. that I would be out there in the world, you know, sharing my knowledge and enlightening in, in, in some form or capacity. I didn't really know that it would be come, you know, really from me that I would be the expert in, in, a, in a certain field. Um, I, pl- I actually plan to start a podcast because I want to interview people in other areas of health and wellness. Oh, you totally should. <laughs> You've yeah. got a great voice. You I, totally I, should. It's definitely um, my alley. Yeah. So, so in a way, I'm not surprised because it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's this, this is it's a little bit different than maybe what I thought, but now with the internet and YouTube and Facebook Live, I, I don't need to be on Dateline. I've right. got my own Facebook. Yeah, you've show. got your own media, which is so cool and it's so yeah. empowering. Well, Kelly, I mean, you've had an incredible journey, but as you know, part of life's journey and sometimes, especially for entrepreneurs, you can sometimes face setbacks and failures. I mean, that's just part of the bargain. It's part of the deal. So I was wondering if you could share with Moving Forward listeners, was there a time where maybe you had a setback or you felt like things just kind of fell apart? Not any big, huge issue, but one thing that was difficult was leaving my career at CBS and becoming a stay-at-home mom that was very different for me. And as I said, I was the, Oh, I want to have babies lady. And I was, so it was very hard to go from that life to a colicky baby mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, just not being around my friends. And I didn't have any close friends that had babies. So I didn't have a circle of close friends and I'm very much a people person. And so that was difficult for me. I found my tribe, but it took some time. And so I was a little bit lost but I knew I would do something eventually. Yeah. And then at that time, one thing that was kind of disappointing is my voiceover, it sort of started taking off. And then my agent, and I got myself work, and then I got an agent. He, They closed their voiceover department. Uh. And it wasn't easy to find another VO person. And that would, and that really, that kind of bummed me out because that would have been a good career when you had kids. Because, you know, I could get somebody to watch them when I go on jobs or right. or auditions and still be there for the majority of raising him, you know? Um, but it wasn't meant to be. And I do, I'm a firm believer in when something doesn't work out, it's just, you know, it's, it's God's protection. And yeah, when it's, when a door, when a door closes and a window opens, I mean, it's, I think it's that, uh, that age old adage. Definitely. Definitely. And And Kelly, I mean, that leads perfectly into my next question. So you were at a point, you left your job and it was a very tumultuous time. And I know for a lot of moving forward listeners, when you make that transition from leaving a corporate job or leaving a day job to uh, maybe commit to some other priority, whether it's raising your kids or starting a business, I mean, that can be, that can be tumultuous. And at the same time, you had the setback with the voiceover career. So 
at one point did did the light bulb go off or things started to shift and align for you? Was it when you started blogging? Actually, it was before I started blogging. I, again, the accidental environmentalist, I was pregnant with my second son, who is now 11. And I, I literally don't even know how I got on this, this email list Mm -hmm. way back then, but he's a, a Dan Jacobson. He's a California environmental legislator. And I started getting his emails and really interesting information. And he started talking about BPA and phthalates and how toxic many of the chemicals in our plastics are and how you really shouldn't be using products with these product with these chemicals and especially shouldn't be microwaving. And then I started doing research and realizing those chemicals were in all, my, my then three-year-old's, you know, all the stuff he was using his, not just his toys, but the things he was drinking out of and eating out of. And I just thought this is terrible. I mean, adults shouldn't be exposed to this, let alone children. And slowly, but surely if within a few years, a lot of people started realizing it and a lot of the baby stuff. Now you're not going to find BPA. So back then I remember people used to, I mean, I'm sort of, I look at myself as a bit of a trailblazer because all of these things, BPA, I learned about parabens in, in personal care products no one knew what I was talking about. And now these are a few things that are very mainstream. Absolutely. Most companies, you know, people people know what a paraben is now and that they they know it's harmful and they should avoid it. Same with BPA. I mean, you 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 know, everything's BPA free. So I kind of think of it as what I'm learning and and, and imparting now, it will be mainstream somewhere down the line. Yeah. So that was a big aha moment and light bulb moment. I'm so grateful to get those emails and that, that changed things for me. Then a, about a year, not even a year later, I started writing for the magazines and really enjoyed that and more so enjoyed that, you know, the health, the health and wellness. Um, I mean, I, I wrote about other topics too, with the health and wellness and then started my blog and that kind of is how it all. I love that. I love that. Just there was something that you ended up on a, a mail list that tapped into something that really spoke to yeah. you. And I love, I love how you were able to, like you said, be a trailblazer, learn about different issues that at the time may not have been at the forefront, but ha- have now become so common and ubiquitous. I mean, I, I think that's the way, a lot of ways that uh, entrepreneurship uh, really can, can grow from just a small seed, like being on a mail list. Exactly. And, you know, you think of it as an accident. Oh, how did I, but there are no accidents, obviously. Right, right. right. <laughs> Especially when you, when you look back, I think it's interesting. And later on, I'll ask you to do a little time travel. So I'm glad you brought that up. Well, Kelly, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Sure. All right. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips that can help our listeners move forward. So, Kelly, I'm excited to ask you, do you have a particular piece of media? And when I say media, it could be a movie, book, song, or podcast, or cultural experience. I've had people choose cultural experiences. Pick one. And share with our listeners one that inspired you to move forward. You know, it's interesting. I was lo- thinking about thinking about this. If I go, if this kind of sends me way back to the like when I was in high school, and I remember I got just for Christmas when my mom got me Raquel Welsh of all people. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book about health and wellness, and she was very healthy living um, individual. And did yoga every day and. And I just, I loved the book. It spoke to me and 
I, that's one of the things that changed for me. Like I got to stop eating junk food and I always, you know, was, I was always active, but then it introduced me to yoga. So that was, I mean, I mean, Raquel, well, she's, she's not a doctor, she's not a wellness, but she's, she's certainly living the well, healthy life. And, um, that has always stayed with me Yeah. and look at her. Yeah. Hey, John, I have one more that I would like to share if that's okay. Absolutely. So, you know, in addition to the Raquel Welsh book, years later, ironically, it was just a movie that I went to watch just mm-hmm. for fun. It was Aaron Brockovich. That's a great movie. It's such a good movie. And the story just impacted me so much. I was incensed that city allowed their residents to literally be poisoned by the water they were drinking in and drinking and bathing in and swimming in. And I really related to the way she fought for these people and her tenacity. She did not give up to fight for justice for them. And I thought, you know what? If I was working in that law firm and found that information, I would do the same thing. Those are two great shares. Kelly, do you have a favorite app, website, or resource? And a resource can be anything from a virtual calendar to just a pen and paper and a to-do list. Or a productivity practice that has proven to be a real game changer for you, especially as an entrepreneur and a coach. The, the app that I think has changed it for me when I first learned about this organization and their website and their eventual app if I had to choose one, there's, there are several, but this is, and this is one that can really help anyone wherever they are in their journey in eco-friendly living and organic beauty and wellness is environmental working group. Mm-hmm. Um, most people have, you know, many have heard of it. They, they just are doing great work getting the word out there and educating and, and fighting for the problem is there's no regulation. So Companies can put any anything they want in to, in their products and makeup, beauty, um, cosme, cosmetics, personal care products. There's they can legally put harmful chemicals, carcinogens, endocrine disruptors, neurotoxins. So there's no leg, legislation. There's no or you know legal ramifications if they don't. And there's no the FDA can't recall things. So the environmental working group is working to educate so people, and that's part of what I'm doing teaching you how you can be aware and know what ingredients to avoid and what ingredients to look for and what products are safe. Um, But they have an app called Skin Deep, and you can look up a product and see where it rates. Their rating scale is 1 to 10. 0, 1 to very safe. Then, you you know, 3 is pretty good. 4, 5, 6, it's going to have toxins, not not the best. 7, 8, 9, 10, toxic. Wow. Um, So now they don't have every product and but you can look up individual ingredients as well and the other thing is they they do take the average of the numbers of ingredients in a product and average it out so just because a product scores a one doesn't mean it can have harmful chemicals you do want to stay away from so it's you you kind of it is important to know your your ingredients but this is a good little tool. Yeah, that's a great share. And Kelly, I'm excited to ask you. I mean, how do you recharge your batteries for reboot whenever you feel like you may be up against the wall where you, you hit a roadblock? Take a break. I think um, self-care is really important. Downtime mm-hmm. is important because you you have to. You can't keep, you know, burning the candle at, at both ends. Um a couple things I do every day is meditate and pray, or at least one or the other. Well, always pray. 
Um, and I try to fit in as much meditation, even if it's just for a few minutes, yeah. you know, um, and exercise, whatever it might be, even if it's just a power walk, tennis, the elliptical, jogging, um, yoga. I used to do a ton of yoga. You know, it's a time crunch being yeah. an entrepreneur and having kids and a household and cooking and cleaning and taking the kids here, taking the kids there and trying to fit things in. It's not easy. And I'm, I'm, you know, I, I have an amazing virtual assistant, but other than that, I'm a one woman show. So it's, it, it can get, I can get frazzled. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, it's, it's true. And then the, something that's really important, those things you can kind of just drop and do anytime, but time with friends. I uh, mean, you, yes. you, it's vital. And, and my kids, you know, just having fun with, with them and just, even just hanging out, having a good glass of wine and chatting. It just, that reboots me. I love that. That is, I, I'm grinning from ear to ear because I just, I think it is so important to share that. And I think Kelly, you may be the first guest who has shared that as, as, uh, as your knowledge burst for recharging or rebooting. So I really thank you for that. Sure. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Kelly, are you ready to do a little time travel? Let's do it. All right. So let's go back and we can go back a couple of years. We can go back 10 years. I mean, pick a period in your life where maybe you were going through a transition, where maybe you were unsure about what your next step was in your career or your life. What is one lesson, tip, or piece of advice that you would like to share with your past self that you wish you would have known then? I probably would go back to where I was talking about before when I was a new mom, mm. that is the, that's, it was the most gratifying and rewarding and loving experience of my life, but also the most difficult because it was such change. And, you know, you kind of, you know, and my parents were older and, 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 you know, my mom passed away when my youngest was, was just two and, oh, wow. and she was ill before that. So I didn't, you know, really have, you know, a, a lot of my friends have a mom hanging out, helping them, being there in that capacity. And so it kind of, sometimes it could feel a little lonely, but you know, I've always been, I've always prayed. I've always been grateful. I've always known that gratitude is the gateway to everything. And I've always been very grateful. That has never been, you know, an issue. But one thing I wish I realized was, and I did know that we create our own happiness. I've always been a believer in that. But I wish I sort of knew it a little more solid and that really you're only as happy as you make your mind up to be. I mean, happiness is a choice. And what, you know, and the universe brings you what you are, not what you want. Ah, very interesting. So, you know, if you're, whatever you're living, whatever you're putting out in the world is what's coming back to you. And, that I, I know so so well now that I wish I'd known it then, but at least I <laughs> Well, here's the flip side, Kelly. How do you think your younger self would have responded to that advice? I've always been a pretty open person. Um, but, you know, and they say that the, te the teacher comes when the student is ready. Yes. So, yes, very true. 
It's almost a trick question to ask that, but I'm always curious to hear what people have to say. So, but I think that's, that's so true, Kelly. And it just sounds like you've always lived your life very intentionally. And I think that's, I mean, I, I can just tell that. And I think it's so valuable for moving forward listeners and the lesson that you create your own happiness, I think, and what you put out there, it, you know, I think it is so important. It's something that we can forget even for a moment can can really derail us, but I, I'm so glad that you reminded us today of that. Thank you. Yes, and it is true. I mean, I, I get off kilter and I get, you know, my kids make me mad or I get, you know, and it's, and it is, is easy to just let everything get to you. But if you kind of just come back to it and, and it's a practice, you know, it's, it's well, something that's why I mean, what you shared in a knowledge burst session about resetting and, and taking the time out to be mindful for meditation for, you know, I think exercise, all of those things I think can help you stay on track. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Kelly, how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing? Well, they can visit my website, which is kellybonano.com. And I'm actually have created a couple of online courses. And the first one I just recently launched, it's the Savvy Girl's Guide to Organic Beauty. And so it teaches students to minimize their body's toxic burden and detox their personal care and their beauty routine and implement holistic um, wellness methods and habits that they can just put into their everyday life to live healthier. Um, and it's a it's on my website, um, so kellybanano.com. You can sign up. There's links to sign up there. I do have a great free guide. It's an organic beauty guide. That It's the 10 Savvy Girls Guide to Looking Younger Without Toxic Chemicals in 10 Easy Steps. So it's a good little introduction to or furthering your path to wellness and organic beauty and eco-friendly living um, that gives just easy, actionable tips to help to help you look and feel your best and be your best. And then I have um, my Facebook page and my Facebook group. My Facebook group is really fun. That's where we share, you know, you can get in there and learn and share tips on all kinds of health and holistic wellness, eco-friendly living um, matters. And that's the Savvy Girls Organic World. Oh, great. So name. Savvy Girls Organic World Facebook <laughs> Thank you. And also my Facebook page where I share a lot is Savvy Girls Organic World Facebook page. Um, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter, both just at Kelly Bonanno are my handles. Wonderful. And we'll have all of that on the write-up. Well, Kelly, I'd like you to close out the show. So using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? You become your thoughts. Oh, you become your thoughts. I love it. I think that's an excellent way to end this conversation. Kelly, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today, to share your insights, your story, and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It was I enjoyed it. Uh, me too. And moving forward, listeners, remember you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.